Awesome. Well, welcome back, everybody. My name is Leslie Bolster. I'm the creative director for Core Essential Values. And we're back to talk this month about a word that I think comes up a lot this time of year, um, but we could definitely use some help in instilling it in our kids, our elementary age children. So I'm with my friend, Dr. Beth Trammell. Beth, can you tell us about yourself? Yeah. Hey, I'm excited to be back. Um, my name's Dr. Beth Trammell. I am uh, a licensed psychologist and the director of the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program at Indiana University East and the creator of Make Words Matter uh, for Good. Uh, my focus is to help parents and teachers and really anybody who's around kids to realize how we can use words uh, and our own actions for good around kids. So I am really excited about this word amidst sort of where we're at right now, right? It's, I think not many of us are thinking about the word generosity right now. Yeah, no, I think we're thinking about just, you know, getting through. Surviving. (laughs) So making it through. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But I think it's, I think infusing this may bring a little bit of light right now. Absolutely. I think so. I think, you know, one of the best ways in my life, I know that this has been true in in studies and and folks like you who look at this stuff deeply say this, but sometimes you have to experience it to believe it, right? But I know in my life, it's true that when I can take the focus off of myself and put it on others, my perspective really changes um, just in terms of even the most negative things around me can seem a little different when I focus more on other people. And I think generosity is one of the words that we focus on that really does a good job of putting that emphasis on other people. So when we talk about generosity, we're specifically talking about just making someone's day by giving something away. Um, So let's talk about what that looks like for elementary age kids. Uh, You know, I think giving something actually physical away, right, giving away a gift or an item is one way to do it. Um, And I think we recognize that as generosity. Maybe we don't name it as well as we should as parents, but we recognize that as generosity. Let's talk about some other ways outside of spending money and giving something physical to others. What are some other ways that we can encourage generosity with kids who are elementary age students? Yeah, during the elementary years, we uh, see a lot of um, development around turn taking, right? Mm, So it's my turn first, and then it's your turn, or, you know, I hate it when it's not my turn, (laughs) or I want to be first, I want to be first in line, or last in line, or whatever it might be. And so I think as we continue to, to try to provide some ideas for ways to keep plugging this word in specifically to help our kids understand what the word generosity means in the long run. It's helping them see that, you know, giving someone else a turn is an act of generosity and letting someone else be first is an act of generosity. So we might make someone's day by letting them go first, right? We're giving away our place in line to let them go first And that might seem so silly to us as grownups, but when we put ourselves back in the shoes of those second or third graders and you're like, I am the awesomest line leader. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever the other turn might look like, right? Like uh, we're on a team together and they get to go first and, and doing the basketball drill or whatever that might be. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, you're so right. Um, I, 
can think of this as a parent with situations with my own children, but I can remember back to being in second grade and wanting to be the line leader. <laughs> like that, that was a real thing, right? So being generous with people in terms of what maybe you think you're owed or what you think you deserve, um, that's a really, really powerful thing. My, my younger daughter really loves athletics. And um, I remember her not wanting to participate in certain activities or certain sports because there were a lot of kids involved and she had to wait too many turns before she got to go again. And it just bored the heck out of her. And she wanted to do something where she could move all the time because <laughs> turn taking is hard when you're little and, and standing in the back of the line and watching everyone putt before you get to putt. That, that's a lot. That takes a lot out of you. So I think that's a really good, a good way to emphasize generosity is by letting someone go first or letting them take your turn, simple things like that. Um, but what, what else can we do when I think about making someone's day, I think about, you know, what we might equate with that about making them happy, which maybe isn't the best term we want to look for, or just maybe as adults, we can think about delighting them or, or, um, you know, inspiring them or uplifting them. But what are some ways that as parents, we can make our own kids day? I think it's really good. It's such a good question. And and it's why I kind of like this definition, right? That, making someone's day as a parent, I think sometimes is hard because we spend a lot of time correcting behavior during this age, right? Like Mm -hmm. don't tattle, don't hit your brother, don't, don't whine. Like we correct so much behavior that we maybe don't spend quite as much intentional time swinging the other way, right? Where we, we are really focused on maybe even making our kids day or teaching them how to make someone else's day because we're just focused on on teaching and correcting, which is necessary as a parent, right? Yeah, but yeah. I think it can come either as, as we are talking with kids about how to make someone's day or every so often really trying to like, I'm just going to really try to make my kid's day. Yeah. I think your your, your reaction is kind of funny to that. I know. I'm just thinking like, if I did that, if I intentionally said, you know, this Saturday, I'm just going to make my daughter's day. Like I was just rattling through in my brain, what might be the things I would do that would make her day? And all of the things that just sort of quickly, you know, the, my brain just quickly popped a bunch of things in there. I immediately reflected that none of them required me to go spend a bunch of money. Yeah. It was all things like, what would she want for breakfast? Or how would we spend the morning? Or, you know, what kinds of things would we do at home? If I were just think, if I thought, I'm just going to make her day. Um, what I would be giving away would be my time or my choices in how to spend that time. Um, but it, gosh, it wouldn't cost me a whole lot of money to actually make her day. Maybe in like pancakes and syrup or, <laughs> you know, groceries or whatever. But I, I don't, I think I could make my kids day. Um, with a lot of focus on how to spend the time, but not a ton of focus on what physical items they might want. You know, and I think about my two, I have two that are in this elementary range and um, one who is, he's sort of like less vocal about, you know, all the things he's sort of grateful for. And and my seven-year-old, he just is so attuned. Uh, He may be a psychologist someday too, but he's just so like, (laughs) mom, this was such a good day, you know, like, Mm, and it's, it, and it's almost never, I mean, it was like, we went to the Y and then we stopped and got a milkshake (laughs) and we came home and did a puzzle together. You know, it almost always is, 
the generosity, right? And, and this yeah. is really shifting how we talk about the term generosity, right? It's we are giving away our agenda and we're making their day by giving away our agenda as a parent. Yeah. So I love that, Beth. And I hate that because I am a control freak and I love my agenda. I know. My phone keeps my calendar and I enjoy it very much. So um, that would be a great act of generosity for me to consider giving away my agenda in sometimes, right? So I think, I mean, what about that? What about the idea that generosity <clears throat> lies less in what you spend or what you do and more in the intent and what you've chosen to give? Yeah, so we really just need to kind of expand our narrow version of what generosity is. I think that's really yeah. what we're saying, right? So yeah. my way of being generous and making my kids day is to block off an hour, right? It doesn't have to be the whole day. It can just be, hey, you know, I know how much he loves to play Minecraft. Right. So I'm going to sit and play Minecraft for a half hour or watch, yeah. right? Just like be really in tuned. And the real heart and the spirit and intent of generosity is the giver's heart, right? That's yeah. what we were talking about earlier is, is I want to give, I want to be generous to you in a way that is meaningful to you, right? Yeah. So it's that relationship, that part that is, I'm not just going to, you know, throw gift cards at you, although... Maybe, maybe in our teen, our middle and high yeah. school <laughs> talk that might, maybe that might come to be more relevant. Add that to the list, right? <laughs> right. But I, but I do think this age group really finds joy from us being generous with our time and modeling that for them. And maybe even more than us yeah. giving them lots of things. Dropping off a gift. Yeah. So, so one more thing I want to ask you about before we end today. And that is um, this kind of obvious statement that kids between kindergarten and fifth or sixth grade don't have any money. They don't have anything that's their own, right? It's only things that others have given them, whether it's us or other people in their lives or um, things that they've been loaned, but nothing is, is theirs that they own. So how can, we, how can we give them ways to be generous and model generosity when they really don't have anything that they own themselves? Yeah, this one is especially tricky, right? And I I even think about some decisions I made as a parent with my own kids where you know, I have I have one kid who she she would just give away all sorts of things, right? Like every gift from grandma or gift from so and so, like she would just give it away. And I found myself struggling in two ways. One, it was like well, your friend doesn't want your leftover stuff, <laughs> you know, like, but she was being generous, right? It was like, these are things that are kind of important to me, but, but not so important that I couldn't give them to someone else. And then the other thing I struggled with was allowing her to be generous with things that were gifts from people that I knew may be hurt by her giving them away. So for instance, maybe grandma gave her this doll that grandma might be hurt that she's giving it away. And so she doesn't, you know, I remember conversations with her where she was like, yeah, I just, I know that this person would really like this gift. And so I want to just give it to her. 
generosity at the heart of everything we're talking about, right? And I'm like, well, maybe we shouldn't because if grandma finds out that you don't have it anymore, I mean, and I, I, you know, kind of looking back, I'm like, wah, 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 what a, you know, wah, wah, parenting moment. And I think if I'm really true to who I want to be as a parent, it's I want my kids to know that that's okay. That these sorts Mm. of things that they want to give away, if they think somebody else might find joy, I don't care. And I really need to not care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I think, I think you're right on with all of that stuff. And then, you know, also finding ways that they can be generous with their own kindness or with acts of service or, or the gifts that they do have. I think, um, that can be, that can be tough too. And and we can model that as well, just as, just as much as being generous with our time or generous with our money to other people. So, and generosity is kind of a, um, it's kind of complicated and it's big, but, uh, I love that we can break it down and talk to kids about it and, and show it to them and talk about it with them, especially this time of year when it feels like, you know, you go to the store and there's a person standing outside ringing a bell, right? asking for your generosity. And it seems like a perfect time of year to have these conversations. So, so I appreciate it. Um, so if folks want to know more about you or about what you do and and hear more conversations that you're having around conversations with kids and parenting, how can they find you? Yeah. So my website is makewordsmatterforgood.com and I am on uh, social media on Facebook mostly, but MWM with kids and uh, my other podcast that I uh, produce other sort of things is called Kids These Days, Tools for Supporting Children's Mental Health. So if you're really down with podcasts and want to hear more things, um, I would love to have you come on over to that too. That's awesome. And if you want to know more about Core Essentials, we're at coreessentials.org. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can you can find us and check out more about the curriculum and stuff that we teach in schools, as well as resources for families and communities. Well, Beth, I hope you have a very generous December and um, that your day, all of your days, all 31 of your days in December have been made. How's that? I would love my life in 2020 if that were true. (laughs) Yes. And speaking of 2020, we'll be back in January of 2021. All new year, all new outlook. I can't wait for it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See y'all. Bye.